everybody, welcome back to the latest episode of the Captain's Corner podcast. I'm Mike Kowalski, filling in for Aaliyah Funchell, who's uh, taking some time off, some well-deserved time off, and I'm joined uh, by Kyle Matrician. So, Kyle, it's uh, good to be back on a podcast, a Columbia podcast again. Yeah, welcome back, officially. Last week we mentioned you, you were sitting 15 feet away from us, but yeah. this week... It's good to see you back in the in the in the host chair in the hot seat in the, in the it's not the hot no, seat oh, I'm, I'm you so, put I'm other sorry. people in the hot the, seat the power chair the power the power chair, chair. Yes, the power in, chair. In, the, in the biz what they call yes. the power chair in the power seat yeah no it, it's good to be back and it was good to catch up with uh, the four captains today after a, a big win over Marist on Saturday uh, 38-3 in Poughkeepsie so uh, the Lions started fast and it, you can't ask for you can't script up a better start than that. No, I was going to ask you. I mean, you were at the game. Uh, I mean, what was the what was the best part of it for you? you? I mean, also congratulations to you. You are undefeated, undefeated as the so Columbia Football yeah. SID. So if you retired now, you could put yourself in the record book best yeah. winning percentage. Just go to George Costanza, leave on a high note. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just <look. laughs> do it with a with a with a near shutout. <laughs> yeah. Near shutout. No, I mean, I think I think these guys touch on it too. Um, as well as Columbia played, there, there's definitely some plays left on the field that are just – it's just a fact that it's week one. You know, they've, they've, they've the Ivy League starts a little bit later. You know, you don't have that. It's, it happens across the board at any level of football. Those first games isn't going to be as clean as it is in week 10. So I think there's – you know, they're not satisfied, and, you know, they talk about that, and you can definitely see that, and it's good to see them bring that up without being prompted for it too. They're aware they're very, it's a very self-aware group and they kind of know what they need to, to improve upon to kind of keep this thing going in the right direction. Um, you know, things aren't going to be easy this season. The Ivy league was seven and one and, That's right. uh, you know, from top to bottom, uh, it's going to be a competitive league and it's going to, it's probably going to come down to the final weekend. So, uh, anybody can be anybody. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun season. That's right. And JJ Klein, shout out to you. Appreciate your recaps from the Ivy League office. <laughs> That's why I knew the Ivy League was seven and one this week. Yeah, because I wouldn't have looked it up <laughs> on my own. Hopefully, JJ's listening. Uh, JJ, if you're listening, kudos to you. Give us a retweet. Yeah, give us a retweet from the Ivy League account, <laughs> will you? Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was I was uh, working our men's soccer game. Men's soccer is playing at home. Uh, they started about an hour after the football game started, but. All of us in the uh, men's soccer press box were keeping tabs. Marty announced the score at the soccer halftime uh, to the crowd, and there were a lot of uh, eyebrow raises when nice. he announced that it was thirty-one nothing Columbia at halftime. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of uh, you know pleasantly happy and surprised uh, fans in the crowd there. That's good to hear. I mean, good. To, it's always good that you have the support of the whole Columbia community, and you know that's what we we're trying to build here. It's it's we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. Uh, one Columbia. Yeah, one Columbia. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Columbia is one more game on the road before they open up at home. So we'll see what uh, they have. They can do against Georgetown this weekend on Saturday. That's right. Well, I think we've talked enough. Let's uh, go to break, and when we come back, we'll bring in the four captains this week to see what they thought of the game and, uh, you know, dive into some some fun topics like we do. Like yeah. we do. New segment coming up, too. Oh, new segment. Teaser alert. Teaser. Stay tuned. Where's the siren? <laughs> we all know what comes with being a fan. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Jag One Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, 
Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heists. Discover an elevated approach to city living, a modern homage to old world elegance, breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevandewater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. Welcome back. We're joined by the four Columbia football captains on the Captain's Corner podcast. So, guys, uh, welcome in. How you guys doing today? How you feeling on this Monday? Fantastic. Amazing. Great. Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Always a little better after a win, right, guys? Of yeah. Course. Of course. Yes. Always. So we got to know, uh, piggybacking off of last week, the first person in here today was Scott. <laughs> Had to be. Had to be. <laughs> so, yeah. But I did notice, I did notice something. Who was the last captain to join the line before coin toss on Saturday? What happened now? I had to get my I had to get my arms taped to my body. You know, I, I wear those double <laughs> collar braces. I need them tightened up a little bit, so I had to take care of that. We had to tell I them to wait. There. They were waving us out, I and know. you were just sitting there without your uh, jersey even on. I know. I was like, I'll be there in a second. I was freaking out. I was I was looking at Ryan, and still was like, he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna <laughs> make can't, it. Can't leave a man behind. Man. Yeah, we're gonna wait. More, you looked at you go. He's not gonna go out. We're, we're gonna have to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? No, we'll, we'll wait for him. It's all good. Well, Mike, not only was Scott on time today, he was here at like he was here 15, 20 minutes early. Yeah, he got in here before me. Yeah, he was, <laughs> well, yeah, he was ready, ready to go. go. It, it makes not sense. Missing you know. it again. No, I was not. I was it makes not. sense. He has a, t- a tone for what he did last week, so mm-hmm. it's all good. <laughs> so obviously, uh, spirits are high after a big win on opening night. Uh, guys, talk us through kind of what went right for you guys and kind of the, the feeling going into week two here. Yeah, I guess I'll start. I'll talk about the defense. Um, just in terms of the defense, you know, we we set the expectation high for this game, right? We kind of knew, you know, Stu talked about last week testing ourselves. We kind of had an understanding of what we wanted to accomplish and what we could accomplish. So we set our goals high. You know, the the score that was reflected isn't necessarily how well we played. We played it good as a team, as a group on defense. We got everyone that traveled in on the in in on downs, um, and I think that helps us tremendously going into week two right everyone's got a little bit of game experience a lot of young guys that hadn't played football in three years right because that COVID season for seniors they didn't get to see the field so I think that was crucial part of our defense going into week two and building upon what we started in week one yeah absolutely and just adding on to that real quick I think that um, you know that we definitely played well in spots but there's definitely things that we should we need to clean up and continue to work on yep. um, you know that's one thing that we're really focusing on this year is never being satisfied mm-hmm. you know just constantly trying to improve um, there's no such thing as a perfect game perfect practice anything like that so we're just trying to um, you know get incrementally better each and every practice and then also just as a shout out to the offense uh, they made our job real easy mm-hmm. so you know just give those guys some props because they uh, they killed it out there 
Um, yeah, from the offensive side of the ball, I would say we started out strong, scoring on the first three drives, I believe. Yep. Um, so we started out strong. We had flashes of what we kind of can do and what we're capable of with some of our skill positions, making some really good plays. But I think what these two kind of touched on, too, um, the beautiful thing, I mean, we scored no points offensively in the second half. Um, so there's so much to build on from the first game. Coach Bagnoli always says that the biggest improvement needs to be from week one to week two. Mm-hmm. So it was a good start, a good place to start, but no one's not looking at what we need to improve or satisfied. So the big thing is just continuing to get better for next week. Yeah, I mean, in the blink of an eye, it looked like the score was 21 nothing, And that first play of the game, I mean, that hole that you guys opened up for, for Joey on the first play, I think just set the tone from the very beginning. Uh, for for you, Ryan, as a, a running back, you weren't able to play this week. What, what, did your li- eyes light up when you saw that on the opening play? Absolutely, and that just shows how um, well coached and how talented our line is. And and Stu always messes with me about this. But post game interviews, you know, I'm always giving credit to the O line <laughs> five a big game. But it's it's not even for show. It's actually true. They do a, such a great job up front, and you know, we have very talented, and experienced people up front, and we're going to be able to run. Um, and, and find these big holes behind them all year. So it's exciting stuff. On that note, shout-out to the Hamiltons, who said they listen every week. So I told them I'd give them a shout-out this week. Will Hamilton, the center's parents. So shout-out to them. Shout-out to oh, yeah. parents. Yes, love it. Love it. They might have Eight to have seven, them on seven. as a guest one week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, piggybacking off of that, you know, Joey ended up, Georgie ended up with over 100 yards on the ground. Uh I'm sure that didn't surprise any of you you all that practice with him, but you know, talk a little bit about him uh, for the fans that got their first glimpse of him on Saturday. Yeah, Joey Georgie, uh, one of the good friends of all of us, of the whole team, honestly. Um, biggest thing is, you know, he went out there, and not only was he looking to make a name for himself, right, you know, he hadn't played football in a while, but and so he had a little motivation going in, but he was looking to make the team his best, the best possible team in the Ivy League, right? So, you know, he had a ton of motivation going in, and um, every time he came off on the sideline, he was ready to go back in, had his helmet on, ready to strap back up, ready to get on, get in the game and try to score a touchdown. You know, he had, like what, uh, you said 103 yards, one touchdown, and he was just eager to just keep running the ball, didn't care about the touchdown, just wanted to, wanted to make a name for himself. So um, it was awesome to see. It was awesome to witness on the sideline and cheer him on. And like you said, it's not a huge surprise to us. We practice with him every day and get to see how talented he is. Um but it's also the whole running back room as a whole. I think had a great day. Tyson ran it really well. Malcolm ran it really well. We're excited to get Ryan back. So there's a lot of talent in that room in general. Um, and it was great to see them do their thing. Ryan, how you feeling? I mean, you you did miss the first game. Uh, you getting close to getting back on the field soon? Um, yeah. So still working. Um, but I think I'm inching closer and closer to to getting back and getting back with the guys. So I'm excited. Um, really anxious. You know, this is the last go around. So I, it was really, it's actually crazy. I've never missed a football game in my life. So not playing in that last one was, um, it's not fun. It's not fun. But uh, yeah, looking to be back soon with the guys, help lead. So yeah. If you, if you, you're comfortable, why don't you tell us a little bit about your rehab process and like the support staff around you that helps you get back on the field? Um, I think that we have great medical staff and, and, and trainers with, with Gil and just working with them constantly, giving me, um, you know, so much attention and treatment um, over the past couple of weeks. They've been amazing in, in trying to help me get back as fast, um, quickly, and, and as healthy as possible. So they've been great, like always. Shout out to Jump, Ted, Danny. <laughs> Absolutely. They, we all spend so much time oh, with So, much time. so yeah. much time with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, uh, and they, they put really, up with us. Yeah, I mean, honestly, without them, the team would, would fall apart pretty quick. So, you know, them putting yeah. in all the extra hours and everything, I mean, means the world to us. Yep.
let's get away from uh, you know the on the field the stats stuff. From we'll still still talk about Saturday's game, but is there anything like under the radar that you know a sp- moment that stuck out to you guys that you want to you know tell people about or something that you know give it fans an inside look of, of what a game day is like, uh, especially on a, a like a season opener like under the lights on on prime time. Well, it's always it's always exciting. Um, first game of the season, we're all anxious to show um, ourselves and then show everyone else what we've been working on and what and what we are capable of. But it was a little weird because this game was a 6 p.m. game, and, and Coach Bagnoli touched on it. We were the last FCS team to play. Um, so not only being on the road first game, but having to be in the hotel all day and making sure we're all uh, connected and we're all locked in for the game later um, and dealing with that is something that we don't do often. Um, and I think it's just a testament to to some leadership we have here and just also other um, leaders that we have on the team and the coaching staff to make sure that everyone was locked in and ready to go for a, for a late 6 p.m. start. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly <laughs> that. It, was, put it, it better myself. Yeah, it came down to just everyone on the team being focused, right? We always talk about that, you know, there's just – four captains but there's a ton of leaders on our team a ton and they all they all are bought in and know what their assignments are and know what their roles are and you know they showed that on game day they were locked in from the time we sat down at breakfast to the time we took the first kickoff so um you know i don't think there's much more to say besides you know what ryan said i was gonna ask mike if he looked at my computer and stole my question because <laughs> i have one question on here that said funniest moment of the game that the fans didn't see funniest moment mm. funniest mm. but w- that we can talk about Oh, of course. That we can talk about. We'll keep this PG. Something happened on the sidelines. Something happened in pregame locker room that we can talk about again. Emphasis. There's nothing too great. The nice thing about this, I love away games. I love traveling, staying in a hotel mm-hmm. with everybody. You kind of get a night before the game to just kind of hang out mm-hmm. with the team. Mm-hmm. This hotel particularly had a ping pong table. Mm-hmm. So Spockman was running the ping pong table. <laughs> he, was. And he was. He skunked me. He did. Wow. So, he did. Yeah. He got you I, on the uh, table. Terrible. Yeah. Got you, man. Huh? So that was sad. Are you a uh, acclaimed good ping pong player? I oh, came. No. I made it. <laughs> so <laughs> this year's we're not okay. Time out. <laughs> this year's tournament. tournament. Stop. We're not talking about ping pong. Oh no. Okay. This year's Start tournament. I made it out of the first round. I beat Nico. Um, don't talk to him about that. And then I lost. <laughs> I lost in the next round. So we have an annual tournament every year. I was going to say, you said this year, so yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. that was where I was going next. Mm-hmm. Who was last year's champion? Ben <sighs> Mathismeyer beat Lefton last year in the ping pong championship. And then this year, Parker Lefton, without Ben, was the best player in one. Yep. Okay. Guys revenge, guys revenge, he did. So. so this is a pre. This happens in the training training camp. It happens in camp. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but there's always arguments. I mean, I I can't tell you the amount of times that Anthony Russo's and Caden Bell have gotten into sh- uh, like shouting matches across the locker room. <laughs> Anthony Russo's first round exit. This he year. was. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he the two seed? He was the two seed. Got lost upset in the by first. the fifteen. Yes, so. he did. Lost a tip, right? Yeah. Huh? Yep. Lost a tip. I also lost a tip, tip though. How many Ooh. participants are in this tournament every year? There were sixteen. With 16 seeds, but Plans. that's in the main tournament. And then there were, I think, five or six play-in games as well. Okay. So all told, there were probably, what, 25 people, 24 Something people like playing that. in it? And yeah. you were in it. Who else was in it? 
anybody uh, else here? No, I wasn't. Unfortunately, I'm not good yeah. ping pong. I'm not good. None of them are good enough. <laughs> they don't have like a like a they don't have like a like a B bracket like they do in tennis. C bracket. No, no we only no. have one table. We don't have enough time. There should be an NIT <laughs> tournament. There should be an NIT <laughs> tournament. Oh, that'd be funny. No, but we um, had some cameras there though. So no, yeah, where's that film? Oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah, happened? Got to ask Aaron on that. Yeah, yeah we did get the championship and semifinals filmed in the locker room. Wow. So that's laying around somewhere. Yeah. I feel like the celebration would be social media worthy potentially. I heard. I heard the concept. It's going to be like a 30 for 30. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a style, so stay on the lookout for that. <laughs> oh, no need to make Lefton's head any bigger. That. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, you know, shifting gears, now you're in week two. What's the biggest thing you're keyed in on? You know, you talked about making adjustments, not being satisfied, but, like, what are some some keys going into this, this game from on your end that you're going to be looking to clean up? Um. I think from an offensive uh, perspective, offensive line perspective, I think we did all right on knowing our assignments, but I think there was a lot of technique mistakes that were made. Um, maybe we would have gotten away with them this week, but as we progress through the season, and as everyone gets more playing time, we're playing teams that are more experienced, we won't get away with those type of mistakes. Um, I also think when you just look at some of our operational errors, we had a false start, we had some flags that we have to clean up. So I think there's a lot of stuff in a lot of different areas that need to be cleaner, and we just need to work more towards playing a perfect game. Yeah, yeah. Um, offensively, I think holistically we just – and we touched on it in our meetings yesterday and with our coaches, but like we saw sparks of greatness in the first three drives, three touchdowns, but then we stalled. So it's really just about consistency, um, everyone knowing their assignment, lining up, doing what they're supposed to do, and doing it again over and over. Um, and then not being complacent, we're up against the team, um, and then just keep the, the, the pedal to the metal um, and, and continuing to, you know, kind of bury them. So I think we need to take that for the rest of the season. Yeah, and then in terms of defense, you know, um, our slogan this week was, you know, no mercy, right? Everyone <laughs> from the top to the bottom was going to go out there and play as hard as they can to the, to the final to the final second. Um, and I think we saw that. We had tons of effort, um, and, you know, effort's the starting point of a good football team, but – you know, then what we got to build on is there's a lot of missed assignments, missed tackles, a lot of skin left on the bone. Um, you know, in terms of we could add a tackle for a loss, but instead we gave up a first down, right? So it's cleaning up those little things, you know, getting in the low hole when we're in cover one, um, the small minutia things that are going to make us a better team and more effective, right? So. And also just to add on to that, at least defensively, you know, we want to continue to stop the run. Only giving up, I think it was 55 yards on the ground last week. I think that was a – a big reason we only ended up letting up three points at the end there. Um, but, you know, I think that, you know, we continue to stop the run, and then, you know, we just uh, you know, find new ways to get pressure on the quarterback, make them uncomfortable, uh, you know, let the guys in the back end and do what they're capable of, you know, with Brian with the pick six last week. So I think it's uh, – I think if we can continue that stuff, I think we'll be, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, to talk a little bit about, you know, almost had a shutout for Coach Stowe's first game as D coordinator. What would, what would that have been like, and what was like kind of the mood uh, talking to him after the game? I mean, I'm going to jump in real, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> How do we feel about Maris kicking a field goal down 38 nothing oh, with a minute? No, don't even. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that I mean, just <laughs> – I mean, I feel like that was just so that they didn't get shut out. No, it had to have been. Yeah, 100%. yeah. you're down 38-0, to zero, the, the – Go for the go, go for, for the touchdown, right? What, what are we doing? Um, you know, we shut them out though on all fourth downs, zero for four um, on every single fourth down that they went for. So, um, but in terms of the shutout for Coach Stowe, right? You know, um, our theme song for the defense is "Some to Prove" by Little Baby, right? Coach Stowe is a first-year defensive coordinator, and he's got he's got high aspirations. You know, I'm bought into those aspirations, right? I want to be there with him as he tries to achieve those goals and do whatever we can to help him achieve those goals. Um, so, you know, it sucked to see that you know we didn't get the goose egg on the board, but 
what we did see is we kind of saw that buy-in, right? And I think Coach Dose saw that buy-in as well and knows that he can take it and go further with it. And so, you know, they scored three points, right? They, that's that's not a bad game for your first game. As de- no, defensive you're going to win a lot of those games. Right, exactly. You're going to win a lot of those <laughs> yeah. games. So, um, you know, we can't necessarily focus on, you know, we can't let perfect be the enemy of great, you know, so – the defense has a lot What's of uh, things. Yeah, you said that you have a theme song. You have a yeah. motto. Yeah, Is there anything I mean, else? Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> we we just yeah pushing P. We got a lot of just things yeah. that you know yeah. keep <laughs> us on track, keep us level headed, keep us going in a motivated center. Because you know if you don't really have any purpose of where you're going, you're never going to achieve that goal, right? So it kind of gives us a an understanding of where we want to be and how we want to be, and then it gives us you know for me, I'm very big on liter- uh, like being able like I need it defined like what are we doing here why why are we out here what's what's the goal what's the purpose you know so I'm always asking our linebackers coach like coach what do you mean by that you're gonna need to define it for me you know so and coach Stowe does that really well he defines what we want to do the the effort that we want to give the you know the pursuit we need to have so um, I think it's you know everything just combines into one to help us meet our final goal I was gonna say you play to win the game. That's right. the goal. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, we also got to talk to Stowe about uh, getting the push and pee turnover button. <laughs> we talked about on the way. Yeah. Back. We, we, we after Brian's interception, you know, UNLV's got the slot machine that the defense pulls. Yeah. It says jackpot <laughs> after you hit it. That's that's yeah. sweet. So got to get like a button yeah, or something. 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 Maybe something. like a crown, yeah. like the Colum- like yeah. Yeah. Columbia yeah. crown. Kings, Kings of New York. I was gonna yeah. say like that. we there had the slot go. machine. We got Empire City Casino. Bring them <laughs> on. Slot machine. Like yeah, there's all sorts of stuff out there now it's crazy mm-hmm. I, I thought it was interesting what you're saying like how you need to kind of be coached are you are you are you three similar or do you have different ways that you like to be kind of communicated to or anything like that talk touch a little bit on that for 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 the fans um i think something that the offense has done that i think is fantastic that has really worked for me that scott's been touching on um is that we have these goals we have the three tenets of the offense um we're all about the ball great teams have great teammates and we want to finish and then each of those three tenets have things based off of them how do we accomplish that like we're all about the ball you want to iron cross in traffic you want to hold the ball high and tight things on every single one so I think something that the offensive coaches and kind of the coaches in general have done a really good job of is it's not only we have these goals let's accomplish them we have these goals we have these steps on how we're going to accomplish them so there's not any gray area like you were saying Scott where everything's defined and I think that goes in the same way on the offensive line room um, the expectation is very clear on what our technique should be and what everything needs to be. So when we're watching film, there's no gray area of this is all right, and then you go on. It's very clear of we need to do it this way. So if you're not doing it this way, you need to clean it up. Yep. Um, so I think that is something that has really helped me, and you need it to be defined like that so there's no gray area in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, the coach has done a phenomenal job of you know, instituting our, our pillars in the offense. Like Sue said, all about the ball, great teams, have great teammates to finish. And for me, I guess since I've been in the program a while, it's it's kind of been ingrained into who I am. Um, so I necessarily don't even have to think about it that much. It's kind of just what I'm about when I step on that field um, because that's going to give us the best shot to win football games if we're all bought in and we all know what um, is expected of us. So, I mean, obviously it's always good because we, we're going over it multiple times a week about our pillars. Um but honestly, I don't even need to be reminded. It's kind of just who, who, who I am and kind of um, who the other people are once they get this experience and once they're around these coaches enough. It's just innate in all of us it will, it will become. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the only thing I would add uh, from, a defense, from the defensive side would be um, Coach Stowe really emphasizes do your 111. 
you know, you people have all heard the phrase football is the ultimate team game. And that couldn't be more true as a defensive player. Um, you know, you rely on these guys to be where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there um, to make sure everything works. Because you guys, I mean, anybody that watches football on Saturday, Sundays, Friday nights, you know, one little miscommunication can lead to disastrous consequences. So, you know, just doing your 111th and really focusing on doing your job and trusting the other guys around you to make sure um, that everybody's kind of moving in a cohesive manner to uh, just kind of have the best outcome possible. And then even building off that, like in terms of not just like the 11 on the field, we also have a saying called seat at the table, like go get your 11th, go get your 111th, right? You want to find a I point need, in which I you need some of these things. Another saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it just, it's just, it gives like even, you know, you may not be the starter, but how are you going to contribute? How are you going to make a name for yourself? Like Joey Georgie went out there, got a hundred on the board, right? That's how you do it. You get a seat at the table. You figure out a way to get to the table. Well, speaking of seat at the table, that segues perfectly into something I just typed on my notes here that I wanted to start. I want to start a segment. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. Let <laughs> me start a segment. Sure. I mean, Every week. This is your podcast. Yeah. This is a, that's a Leah's podcast. <laughs> I'm sort of the audio engineer. Um, I want to start a segment called Shout Out of the Game. Oh, I so, I want to give a player. I got a few. Well, each of you, each of you get one player. Okay. Oh, uh, I know. You get one player. We'll go. We'll go. No, no, no. But well, if you have the same person, that's okay. You okay. can you can chime in. Okay. But um, I just want one player. We'll go. We'll start with Ryan this week. Go to Mitch, Stu, and then Scott for people that can't see us. Can't see us left to right here. Uh, but yeah, kind of like the unsung hero, right? Maybe, but it it could be somebody that had good stats, like we just talked about with Joey Georgie, but. Ryan, let's start so, with you. Yeah, Who's a shout out of the game? It's this is not gonna be the person, but it was it was gonna be Joey. But we've shown him a lot of love. He deserves it. Love him. He knows that. He's had enough. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. But my shout out of the game. Shout out Marcus Livman getting his first touchdown of his career. Yes, Excited for him. That was his first touchdown. First touchdown That's of his great career. Catch. I didn't know that. Great I would have sworn he had a touchdown. Yeah, I would have assumed he yeah, had no? a first, wow. t- first touchdown. So finally got that monkey off his back. Marcus, shout out to you. Uh, many more to come. Uh, I'm going to go with Alex Falcons. School yes. record, 53-yard field goal. I mean, that thing would have been good from from 60 from my point of view. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean he had, that's had clearance. <laughs> no, it, it was unreal. Um, you know, at least in, in we rely on him a lot. So, I think, you know, knowing that we can send him out there when we need a 50-plus-yard field goal is awesome. Um, I would say Andrew Pruski. He started the game at mm-hmm. left guard. Um, he started a couple games last year when Ty Worrell went down. Um, but he was next to me, so I was communicating with him all game, and I think he had a really good performance in the first game of the season, so I'll go with Andrew. Man, I got a lot of people that I want to shout Ooh, out. But, I but think, it's all right. We got a whole season. Yeah, yeah so, I I think, so I think the one I'm going to start with is Will Butts. Um, he didn't get to play many staffs. I think give he us, played. Uh, for, for the viewers, give us a like, position. Oh, yep, position. Yep. Will Butts, sophomore from uh, Virginia. He is uh, a linebacker, middle linebacker. Um, he's currently at our four-string linebacker, but he knew his assignment. To the to the to the T. He knew what to do. He fitted the plays. He didn't even get any reps at an in actual team this week. He stood on the sideline and just took mental reps. And he went in there and he was flying around, filling gaps, just playing football. And you know, for six plays when there's three minutes left, to see that is awesome. And I think that's just you know what what we want our whole team to be right. Effort every single time you step on the field, seize the opportunity, find your seat at the table. So big shout out to Will Butts on that. Did he have a celebration like he did in practice oh. at all? I mean, yeah. you can, he was ready for a celebration. <laughs> I, was I was ready for a celebration. I was waiting for it. <laughs> now we now we need to know. Oh, in practice, uh, he made a tackle in practice, and he had and he, he, you know he just let out the inner demons, right? He let out he just, a roar, just yeah. a roar like a lion. So it was great. <laughs> 
I think there was good celebrations all across the board. I like C.J. Brown's dance after his pick. Yep, yep, yep. Got, got that, that got on camera. I think the touchdown celebrations were, you know, modest but still efficient. We got some good photos and, and video of that. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really like that. Fo- oh, who was it? Was it Canty? The motorcycle? No, no there was one uh, that we put on Go Columbia Lions Instagram, the first photo. I don't know. It almost looks like he's about to do a mic drop, but it's with a football. Oh, I forget. Oh, that's yeah. the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a good one. Was a good that was a good one. one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and that's our shout out of the game brought Ooh. to you by your ad here. Can we actually give one more to Farad who was sick all week? Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He came out had nine okay. tackles. Yeah. Came out and had a really good game. He definitely was our best tackler and just flew around, was played like a guy possessed. Yeah. So I'd be scared to be hit by that guy. No, he was he was unreal. So yeah, absolutely fraud. Now we just need a little sticker with like a studio mic, and then they can put it on their helmet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As the season goes on, so people people will people will see. Yeah, then you're yeah. gonna have Scott start shouting yeah. out himself, <laughs> <laughs> just littered with. Yeah. Them. <laughs> just shout out each other during yeah. one game. Yeah. Just give it to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dan Iglesias, we're making more work for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's also good advertising for the podcast, Mike. Good advertising. It's where my head's at. (laughs) Some of those Zooms. Uh, One more thing I wanted, before we look ahead to Georgetown, you mentioned one of your mantras was no mercy. Cobra Kai fans? Cobra, are we watching? Is that the Coach Stowe thing? No, that's just kind of something you know. I I came up with. I was talking to my roommate, Drew Davis, another shout-out. He's not playing. He's uh, towards ACL last spring. But um, we were just kind of going through, like, you know, what what do we want to see within the team, right? And I think one of the biggest things is, you know, we talked about last week being a player-led team is, you know, we got to kind of come up with our own things to keep the team on, on the path, right? The coaches are busy dealing with the full execution, right? During training camp, they instilled those values that we talked about earlier into us, but now it's on us to keep those values going, to add on to them, to to bring people in. And, you know, I think every time we broke it down on the sideline on, on Saturday was no mercy. Whether we were up 38-0, we were up it was 38 to 38. We were going to go out there and give it everything we got until the very last second. So um, I think it's just, and each week it'll change based on, you know, what we think, you know, what our goals are. We have Monday night film tonight. So we'll, we'll sit down and we'll talk about it and figure it out from there. So. Absolutely. Um, yeah, dude, I, the amount of sayings that Stowe has walking <laughs> into meetings. I mean, I got to start keeping a list. So, I, so I can, I'd say some of them, but you know, just, he'll, he'll come in and, and just start, start going off. But I mean, it works and gets the job done. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I got to get a list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll look ahead to Georgetown this weekend. Another road contest, uh, hardware on the line, Lou little trophy, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, again, it's early in the week. You haven't really been game planning, but what are, what are some key things that you guys need to focus on going into this game specifically? Uh, Sorry, just defensively, um, you know, I know they have guys returning at their skill positions, specifically wide receiver, um, you know, the very talented on the outside, speed. Um, and, you know, they kind of exposed us a little bit last year. You know, we just had bad eye discipline. Um, weren't really prepared for some of the stuff they threw at us. Uh, it kind of made the first half a little bit more difficult. We luckily pulled out the win. Um, but, you know, definitely being prepared for that this week. Um, and then, you know, just defending the base concepts they run, they're they're very – very strong team and they kind of just stick to what they know and stick to what they do so you know if we, if we can come out and you know just defend what they do and like the coaches say you know just do the routine things right all the time um, I think we'll be really successful 
Yep. Uh, building that offensively, just kind of what I've already touched on a little bit. Um, I think it's more going into every game, trying to focus on obviously playing to the defense, but focusing our mistakes from the week before, so improving. And then I think something that will be a little different this week now is that Georgetown has a game film on us, um, which Maris didn't have. So mm -hmm. seeing how we stack up to a team that now has pre-gamed us a little bit and knows a little bit of what we're doing will be fun. Game film wouldn't have helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going offensively again after Stu. Um, no, definitely a good team. Can't take lightly. Can't you know, every team that we're gonna play. Um, you gotta you gotta bring your best. Um, but I think it's just a lot about us. Whoever we can line up against anyone in the country is about us and our execution and, and our know how. Um, so just really focusing on on fixing some of those procedural mistakes that we had and technique stuff that we had. Um, and taking it to, to Georgetown, if we do what we're supposed to do, we have the talent to compete with anyone. So, um, like I said, we go on the field and, and do what we know and do what we're supposed to do. We'll take care of business. Yeah, and piggybacking off of what Ryan just said right there, you know, uh, focusing on ourselves, right, that's something our strength coach, Bob Gilmartin, talked to us a lot about this week. It's, you know, focus on ourselves. Who cares who we're playing, right? Obviously, we're going to need to prepare for, you know, their office and whatnot, but we need to focus on our technique, our leverage, our rules, and then we'll be successful on the field. So if we focus on ourselves first and let the opponent come second, we'll be great. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. I know we're we're kind of good on time here. Yeah. I think around here. I just wanted to kind of also touch base on this week, this week's game, and talk about the Lou Little Cup. You know, this this uh, something like a tradition that started yeah. in 2015. Yeah, it's a it's a good it's a, tradition. I mean, do you do you feel like it's cool to play these kind of trophy games that have been instituted over the last like six to seven years? I'd say, and then you know, it kind of adds a little extra juice to the game, right? And then you know, just just talk about just talk about it a little. Yeah, hundred percent. So. Ever since I've been here, um, Coach McNally always talks about stacking hardware and keeping <laughs> hardware. So whenever we're walking the halls in, in Baker, we can see these trophies that we have, and we don't want to give them up. Uh, so basically uh, it definitely adds a little bit more to the game um, and, and being presented with that trophy after you win after the game. I remember last year we beat Georgetown, and, and Peter Pilling came up and gave me the Lulu trophy, and I had this dope picture of me holding it <laughs> with everybody around us just going crazy. Um, so it definitely does add a little bit more to the game. Um, because why not have the trophy? Why not us? So, so yeah. Whenever I hear those trophies, too, I always think, is there going to be a Coach Bagnoli trophy between us and his former You're team? not the only person to ask that question. Yeah. I think I think eventually. <laughs> you have to ask my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing official. We're not breaking no. news here. No, but, you know, no. Check you back know. in the year 2030. That's for a later <laughs> time when Coach decides he's you know he wants to hang it up, which – there's no indication of that, so <laughs> he's still got enough fire out there. We saw him on Saturday, uh, you know. <laughs> you saw him on Saturday. I, well, yeah. <laughs> I was referring. To... <laughs> All right, guys, good luck this weekend. Thanks for taking some time. Uh, we'll be back next week for a brand new episode. So uh, good luck this weekend. We'll see you out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. All right, we want to thank, once again, the four captains, Ryan Young, Mitch Moyer, Stu Newblatt, and Scott Valentis for joining us this week. Great conversation this week. Had a lot of fun with the guys. Uh, so, you know, I knew it was going to be good when we won the game 38-3. to <laughs> It normally goes <laughs> I, that way. <laughs> you know, I was like, everybody's going to be in a good mood. Yeah. Going to keep it light. Nothing, you know, it was good. It was good. Yeah, no, it, it's episode two in the books. We're going to keep doing this throughout the season. So hopefully we can keep talking about Columbia wins um, and get get everybody to know these guys. Uh, they work really hard in the classroom, on the field. Uh, they're, they're good people. So anything we can do to kind of, you know, highlight them and, you know, shine more light 
on what our student athletes kind of go through. Uh, it, it's always something we lo- we enjoy doing. That's right. And it was good to see Scott Valentis here early today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, once I saw him on Saturday, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be gold on Monday. <laughs> when he sh- like, when he was the last one out. Yes. But we got a good explanation. Yeah, I, I, we got I, a good explanation. I, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good reason to be late. But yeah. I mean, I texted Aaliyah right away. I was like, oh my God, they're waiting for Scott to do the joint toss. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I feel like next week at Georgetown, he'll be standing at midfield before yeah, anybody else. He might else. be alone out there. <laughs> he'll be alone at midfield while the team's still in the he'll locker room. He'll be ready, ready. Like, right, right at the start wearing of warm-ups. The headset, yeah. Wearing the headset. Yeah. Wearing the headset. And that was his first time, too. I mean, you know, Stu at least has done that before. Like, it, you know, that's that's kind of a big moment. Your first yeah. time kind of getting the coin toss, that's probably true. since he was a high school with, senior. With the uh, helmet stickers ready to hand out. Yeah. We'll see. Of the Captain's Corner yeah. podcast. Yeah. CC stickers. Yeah. People are going to be confused because <laughs> it's Columbia College. CC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. right. We've jabbed enough. Uh, This is the Captain's Corner podcast. That's Mike Kowalski. I'm Kyle Matrician. You can listen to this podcast and all of our Columbia Athletics podcasts anywhere that podcast can be found. That includes Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. If you can find a podcast there, you can find us along with the millions and millions of listeners. That's right. Join uh, the club. Join the club. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate all of our listeners and, you know, all of our shout outs. I feel like more shout outs to come uh, as the season progresses. Uh, I do. It'd be nice to, to also uh, maybe get a guest hosting here from the athletic staff every once in a while. I think that would yeah. be fun. That'd be fu- more fun for us than yeah. people listening, but I don't know. We'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. Everything's on the table. Uh, suggestion box. There again. are new rules. Suggestion box. <laughs> but again, this is the Captain's Corner Podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician. That's Mike Kowalski. We'll talk to you again next week.